Welcome to Soap Talk with Sarah, a forum to chat about daytime's number one soap opera, The Young and the Restless. I am your host, Sarah Warsey, a loyal fan of the show since the early 90s. Join me in my weekly banter about the latest storylines, news, gossip, and so much more as The Young and the Restless celebrates 50 years on the air. Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Soap Talk with Sarah. Thank you so much for joining. So there's been a lot going on this past week, as we know. Let's start with the resurgence of none other than Phyllis. She'd been off screen for a few days, but she was back this week. Now, the fact that they are trying to normalize the idea that Carson, the rogue EMT, witnessed her murder stark, stemming from the ludicrous idea that Summer originally had, is completely ridiculous. Honestly, this storyline needs to wrap up quickly because it has gone from bad to worse. The shock value of Phyllis being alive has also started to dissipate. And unless I missed something, Sharon must have had an off-screen chat with someone since she apparently had already known that Phyllis was alive when Nick asked her. Also, during her scenes with Michael Baldwin, Phyllis was basically excusing her behavior and pretty much expecting him to bail her out. How typical of her, right? Now, seeing the depth of Phyllis and Michael's friendship, it was no surprise when he agreed to help her. But how much is Phyllis really going to pay, right? The justice system in Genoa City is sketchy at best. I think she just needs to out herself once and for all, and let's get this storyline over and done with, honestly. Now, of course, one prominent plot twist that has come from this storyline is the rift between Kyle and Summer. Now, I totally understood at the beginning why Kyle was furious with her. He felt very alienated and left out, of course, because she was prioritizing protecting her mother and was making him feel very much not included. But the way he's being portrayed now as an unapologetic cheater is absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't look good on him at all, quite frankly. Kyle boasts about the importance of trust while jumping in the sack with Audra. How about that, right? When Kyle came back to the Jabot mansion this week, Jack made a very suggestive comment that made Kyle think he knew something about his fling with Audra. But when he realized that Jack was simply referring to the divisions in the family, he felt at ease. More so for not getting caught. Not at all for his actions, right? During a scene they had in the park, Kyle and Audra, it was made obvious that they hadn't even exchanged phone numbers yet. And they had already slept together, of course, which I guess is nothing uncommon if it's truly a one-time thing, right? However, Kyle's subsequent actions made it seem like he might be falling a little bit deeper for Miss Audra. So to make matters worse, uh, he was standing outside of society and he looked at a photo of him in summer. And instead of having even an iota of guilt or remorse for his actions, he went and ordered flowers and diamond earrings for Audra, presumably as some sort of congratulatory gesture for her good work at Newman Media. But I mean, come on, really, Kyle? That was pretty slimy even for him. What's the point of even having a separation from Summer at this point? Might as well just cut the cord now, right? Yes, Summer was very wrong for choosing her mom over him. But 
In my humble opinion, she doesn't deserve any of this. Heck, even Mariah felt badly when Kyle told her he was separating from her, and Mariah has been one of the biggest skeptics when it came to his relationship with Summer in the first place. It also seemed as if they might be testing a pairing with Summer in Chance, but I kind of hope it doesn't go in that direction because it would just be a little too painfully predictable, honestly. Overall, I do think that Audra's character has a lot of potential. She's definitely got the role of the town vixen down pat. And it's actually hard to believe that she was originally introduced to the show as Noah's ex, right? And speaking of Noah, I do miss seeing him and Allie on the show. It's too bad they haven't had any airtime lately. And I will expand much more on the Sharon and Cameron Kirsten storyline in just a minute. But first, I'd like to give Nikki Newman the title for the star of the week. The way she laid into Victoria this week was absolutely epic. Honestly, ever since Victoria got with Nate, she's completely lost sight of reality. Yes, Nick has been through a lot lately, but he's also a grown man who should have been able to decide for himself if a leave of absence was necessary. Instead, Victoria forced his hand for her own personal agenda. Although Victoria is definitely smitten over Nate, I think deep down she does have her insecurities, which is why it irked me even more when Nikki reminded her of the whole debacle with Ashland and how her wanting to keep her brother at a distance had more to do with her own concern about Nick being right again. Let's hope Victoria does not regret her decision this time. On to Adam. Now, ever since... He lost the baby. He's taken a bit of a dark turn. Now, this side of Adam is always entertaining, to be quite honest. So it will be interesting to see what Adam does next. The decision to choose her over the baby was extremely hard to do. And because the baby was so premature, there were likely no guarantees that she would have even survived anyway, right? So while I feel really bad for Sally and her loss, it was also Adam's loss. And making him feel like he screwed up or made the wrong decision simply wasn't fair, in my opinion. However, I will say that Courtney Hope gave an absolutely epic performance in her scenes, and that should not go unnoticed by any means. She did a fantastic job. Also, Unless I missed something, where has Chloe been in all of this? Does she even know that Sally lost the baby? Given how the writing has been lately, I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that Sally and Chloe had some off-screen conversation about it. I also think that Sally and Nick need to part ways. Honestly, while I saw some potential in them early on, I just don't see it going anywhere. Especially after the way Sally felt so deserted by Nick when he was preoccupied with Sharon recently. Although she seemed understanding of it at the beginning, you really can't blame her for feeling isolated in at a time when she was so vulnerable. So last but not least by any means, I am so happy to see that Sharon's momentum has not stalled since the very quick ending to the initial Cameron Kirsten story. A part two to the story has now unraveled this week with Cameron trying to sell his entire company to, company to her. She received some very mysterious box delivered to her and there was some documentation in it outlining his intentions. During her scenes at home with Nick, some very profound messages were relayed about turning fear into empowerment and finding the good out of something bad, which I thought were very telling. I think this is a great turning point for Sharon, to be honest. Her idea to try and capitalize on the acquisition of this company for something good and perhaps something she could give back to the community gave me some thoughts. One of them being her possibly opening up her own psychology practice, right? 
no more giving free advice at Crimson Lights over a mocha latte. With her background in therapy, this could be a great path for Sharon to consider. I'm just glad that there is more in store for Sharon in terms of interesting storylines and that it didn't just abruptly end at Cameron's death. And as always, I absolutely love the scenes with Sharon and Nick. It always fits with those two. It always feels right. They have so much history and you can never get tired of Nick looking out for her. Schick will always be endgame. Also, the show recently paid tribute to the late Jerry Douglas, who played John Abbott on the show. His character passed in 2006 and the actor himself passed away in November 2021. His wife, Kim Douglas, appeared on the show recently as Zelda, Tracy Abbott's book agent, and they had some very nice scenes together. If I may digress for a moment, Tracy has always had a way of holding the Abbott Abbott family together. In her scenes with Zelda, she very eloquently summarized all the latest drama happening in her family with Ashley's uh, grievances and with the coup and, and whatnot. If anyone was ever confused about a storyline, just go to Tracy and she'll make it make sense for you, honestly. She not only brings a warmth to the show, but she has also assumed the parental roles in job, John Abbott's passing and always does her best to keep the peace within the family. So kudos to Tracy and to Beth Matlin for a phenomenal job. So that is it for my rant for this week. Now it's time for this week's fun fact. So, we know that Amelia Heinley has been playing the role of Victoria Newman since 2005, but before her, the role was played by Heather Tom, and the role of Billy Abbott was played by David Tom. And yes, you guessed it, they are real-life siblings. Now, I never made this connection at the time because I definitely was watching then, but needless to say, their characters only became romantically involved after both David and Heather had left the show, and the characters were being played by other actors. Now, something tells me that the writers would most certainly have not gone in the romantic direction anyway while the Toms were playing the roles, right? So there you have it. That's this week's fun fact. Thank you so much for joining and for your support. I truly appreciate it. Please follow me on Twitter at SarahYR20 for regular banter between shows. And until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to Soap Talk with Sarah. Join me on Twitter between episodes at SarahYR20. And if you like what you're listening to, hit that follow button wherever you're listening to this podcast. It's available on Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for the love. Until next time, take care.